Hi, it's Jacinta here from the Cosmic Savannah podcast. Uh, welcome to this interseason bonus. Dan and I are working hard on season two for you, and that's going to come out very soon, we promise. Uh, a lot of really exciting things. African astronomy has been very busy in the time since we've been uh, on hiatus, so don't worry, a lot of really great things coming. Uh, but today I would like to tell you, our science-savvy listeners, about an event you'll probably be interested in. It's called Soapbox Science South Africa, and it's happening on the 28th of September in Cape Town, so I highly recommend coming along if you can. Uh, it's a pop-up event where uh, some incredibly talented females scientists will stand on literal soapboxes in a public area and tell passers-by all about their jobs. Soapbox science happens uh, all over the world. It originated in Hyde Park in the famous Speaker's Corner in 2011, and now there are events uh, happening all over the world. This year, there are 13 countries uh, in which Soapbox Science events are happening. So wherever you are, you can jump on the Soapbox Science website and check out if there's an event happening near you. But if you're in Cape Town, you're in luck. Soapbox Science comes to South Africa for the very first time this year, 2019, and it will be held as I said, on Saturday, the 28th of September at Pierhead at the V&A Waterfront, Cape Town, from about 12 till 3 p.m. There will be 10 amazing women who are scientists in South Africa, and they'll talk to the crowd and passers-by about their work. Uh, they'll bring things to show you. They'll play games with the audience that will help explain their work. You don't have to know anything at all about science to enjoy it, and it's for everyone from kids to teenagers and adults of all ages. The goal is to highlight the amazing science happening in South Africa uh, to break down stereotypes about scientists uh, and to celebrate the incredible contribution that women are making to all fields of science. I had the chance to meet most of the speakers at a Soapbox Science South Africa training day recently, and I can tell you that every single one of them are absolutely fantastic. They work on a, a whole range of science fields, uh, including astronomy, and they're just so passionate about their work and very energetic and hugely entertaining communicators and, of course, super-duper talented scientists. But you don't have to take my word for it. You can hear for yourself. They say we're made of star stuff, you and I. And do you know what's at the centre of it all? Why? The atomic nucleus, of course. Join me, Harshna Jeevan, a nuclear physicist from the University of Witwatersrand, on the 28th of September at the Soapbox event at the VNA, where I'll be talking about the atomic nucleus. My name is Karen Warren. I am at UCT, University of Cape Town. I'm going to be talking about my adventures in the Rising Star excavation site. I'm an underground astronaut, and I'm interested in why you have a big head. Yes, you. My name is Mika Duplessis. I'm a PhD researcher at the Department of Medicine. Come to my talk called Microbial Mind Control, where I'll be talking about the tiny creatures that live in your gut. I'm Michelle Lochner. I'm an astronomer at the African Institute for Mathematical Sciences and the South African Radio Astronomy Observatory. And I'm talking about what if an artificial brain could explain the universe. Come to Soapbox Science to find out. Hi, I'm Dr. Marie Sainz. I'm from the Division of Forensic Medicine and Toxicology at UCT, and we work largely with dead people. However, 
Uh, as a forensic scientist, I'm interested in facts. We do research in the lab and we develop facts, which can now be used to either prosecute the guilty or exonerate the innocent. Hi, my name is Adina Amponsa da Costa. I'm a medical virologist and a vaccinologist. I work in vaccine research and I'd like for you to come hear me talk about how vaccines and superheroes get together. Hi, I'm Natasha Kareni. I'm a marine biologist at the University of Cape Town and I work on very small creatures to understand how the human huge ocean works. Are you sick of power cuts? If you want to hear more on how you can make renewable energy accessible to everyone, please come in. Listen to me at Sobok Science in Cape Town Waterfront. I am Natasha Ross, a chemist at the University of the Western Cape. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> can you tell? Um, so that was eight of our speakers. And there were two um, speakers who couldn't attend the training session, uh, but they will be there on the day. They are, and I apologise for the way I'm pronouncing these names, I'm sure it's wrong, Associate Professor Liesel Zulk from the Red Cross War Memorial Children's Hop Hospital, who will be talking about peas, almonds and fists, saving children's hearts. And uh, Miss Edith Perlane, uh from Northwest University, is talking about keeping your heart healthy, five easy steps to follow. So a lot of interesting things about hearts there. I should mention that the Soapbox South Africa is being sponsored by the National Research Foundation, NRF, the Department of Science and Innovation, ITEMBA Laboratory for Accelerator-Based Sciences, and the Centre for Radio Cosmology. And partners of the events are the University of Cape Town, the University of the Western Cape, the South African Astronomical Observatory, and the VNA Waterfront. So thank you very much to all of those sponsors and partners. The event couldn't happen without you. There's a bunch of us on the organising committee, but the main organiser who does the vast majority of the work is Dr. Lucia Marchetti, who is an astronomer at uh, UWC and UCT, the University of the Western Cape and the University of Cape Town. Uh, and she was actually a speaker herself at a soapbox science event in London in the past. Uh, and so now she's decided to bring it here to Cape Town. So let's hear from Lucia herself about what the event is and why she's running it. Hello, I'm Lucia Marchetti and I'm a postdoc in astronomy at both University of Cape Town and University of Western Cape. And uh, I'm also this year the main organiser of Soapbox Science 2019 in South Africa, Cape Town. And what's Soapbox Science? So Soapbox Science is a project, is an outreach project to bring science to the street and represent as well how science is done by female, some beautiful and wonderful female scientists uh, out there in the street talking about their science. And why is Soapbox Science important? Well, Soapbox Science is very important in the context of here in South Africa, but also worldwide, where the project is actually being running as well, uh, because we have to change the image people has about science and who is doing science. And we want to get more visibility for science and the scientific message that can, you know, contrast the fake news and uh, fight the stereotypes of who is a scientist nowadays. So tell us, where is it? When is it? And what's going to happen on the day? So Sobok Science is going to happen uh, this year for the first time in South Africa, so we are very thrilled. It's going to happen at the waterfront, at, uh, at the big square that is called Pierhead. It's just on a left corner when you pass the big uh, wheel, the white wheel. And it's going to happen on the 28th of September 
and it's gonna run between 11 and 4 in the afternoon and we were gonna have uh, four speakers talking at the same time in a sort of arena that we create on the square and they can they are there and they are speaking to the crowd that they want to stop by and ask questions so if you are curious about science and curious about meeting these fantastic female scientists from South Africa just come along Great. Thank you, Lucia, and good luck for the event. Thank you very much. Fingers crossed. What got me really excited about this Soapbox Science event was um, a brainstorming session that we did during the training day where the speakers uh, got into small groups and were brainstorming with each other what their topics were going to be about and how they were going to include the audience when they were on their soapbox and what sort of props and games that they would be including. And I think I was just assuming that they would be standing on their soapbox and talking at the audience for however long. But that's actually not at all what they're going to do. They're being a lot more creative than that. And they've got uh, things for you to look at, things for you to touch, things for you, games for you to play, and all to, uh, to understand better what the science is that they're talking about. And it certainly engaged me. So uh, hopefully you'll find it interesting as well. I was walking around with a recorded eavesdrop during this brainstorming session, with their permission, of course. And uh, you might be interested in taking a listen to that. I'm here at the Soapbox Science Cape Town training session where we have several of our amazing female scientist speakers rehearsing for their soapbox. I would want to talk to them about is why vaccines are us and it's because vaccine making a decision about vaccination is not about just yourself it affects every single person and so um, vaccines are really about social solidarity and in our context they're about Ubuntu and that is why vaccines are us. It's really cool. Eh? So within vaccines are us your last slide are you also going to talk about like herd immunity? And so how, it really is like, yeah, community immunity um, and, and how you making the decision to vaccinate affects the other person and hopefully i'll have like a little game and we could yes. we could get to understand community <gasps> oh, yes. immunity there's a, little a bit. great online oh simulator that you could probably do in real life about herd immunity mm-hmm. or you have a, a, a big uh, like a, a glass with little balls in it and you have a big one with lots of balls in it yeah saying this is the information we knew 10 years ago about the stars and this is what's happening yeah. currently. And this is the future. So yeah. kind of get the idea of how vast it is. Our speakers are brainstorming with each other how to how to describe their work to the general public and how to use some fun props and games to help do that. Have, you said you have one prop? Yes, my skull. My home and the lady skull. Okay. Not a real skull, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you have a homo sapiens skull as well to compare? Or no, I'm just going to point at people's heads. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, a big head. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I study. Uh, well, I'm I'm one of the excavators for Home and the Lady, and the Home and the Lady skull is pretty small. And we're interested in them because they have such a small brain. But I think a much bigger question is why do why are we so bizarre and have such a big head compared to our body size? Because no other animal has this extreme head size compared to their bodies. The misconception about you go to a crime scene, you collect the evidence, you analyze it, and you go and arrest the guy, and you go and get the evidence in court, which doesn't yeah, happen in Yeah, because everyone's watched CSI. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's so so it's almost, you almost have to break down that myth. Yeah. Everything is forensic. I mean, you can be a boat builder. Mm. 
and there's a forensic application. So we work with genetics, DNA, and how I can take this swab and I can literally tell what eye color you have mm. from that swab. Or I can take a piece of your hair and I can say what drugs you used in the last three months. Wildlife forensics, as you were saying, the rhino, everybody loves the rhino. So one can bring that in as well, how we can follow the poachers and we can actually see the maggots or the flies that's in the guy's vehicle feeding on the blood of the of the poached animal we can track or an ostrich feather you can track yeah. it back to the farm yeah you could almost like tell a story like yeah. joe blogs was murdered whatever whatever and you can talk about dna and people may have sort of heard of dna but not really know what it is not yeah. really realize that there's there's loads of dna left at a crime scene that there's you well, know so DNA, you like can actually you can actually give someone you can hand out little cards and they have different numbers for different different genetic spots yeah so you say all the people with um number seven put your hand up all the members with number seven and number three put your hand up and eventually it will bring back 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 until you have one person standing and that's the person whose dna was found on the scene oh that's a nice idea so yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can eliminate people like a unique yeah everyone's like, sorry to the identifier. Identifier. Yeah. okay cool so um do you mind if i <laughs> <laughs> i can go i can go away if you don't want <laughs> no please don't always hang around uh, so this is very much a diamond in the rough, but my talk is entitled Microbial Mind Control. So you are essentially a forest inhabited by trillions of microorganisms. And as far as I'm concerned, one of the most important of these is bacteria. I'll have a big poster that has the shape of a person and the density of different microbial loads in different areas of the body. So within your colon, the bacteria that live there actually produce about 90% of the serotonin that your brain needs. Now, serotonin is a chemical transmitter in the brain that um, allows you to feel happiness or sadness if it's not there. So you might be asking yourself, but how does something that lives down here talk to your brain, which is all the way up here. So included in that big diagram, there will be some information about a nerve that runs all the way from your brain down through your body and particularly into your gut called the vagus nerve. And ultimately what I want people to walk away with um, is that we are not just one creature. We are an ecosystem of trillions of creatures that work together in order to thrive and survive. So then I'm going to show that, like I told my audience, that I'm going to have a big, huge electron and I'm going to have people move it. So if you're not conducting, you're not going to let that electron pass you. So you actually make people insulate. Yes, you are insulating. You are semiconducting. You are bands to put on them like color bands. So if you have that color, you're a conductor in that color. And then like like blue and red, and then purple can be like sometimes you're semiconductor. Sometimes when you're happy. Yeah, that's the idea. And when they don't do their job right, you can be like you were a poor insulator. Good idea. <laughs> My name is Hoshna and I am a nuclear physicist, but I'll also tell you a secret. I'm actually a magician too. <laughs> well, okay, I'm also a big Harry Potter fan. And for me, being a physicist means that I get to work my magic because I work with things that we can't see, but we know they're there. So I'm a nuclear physicist and I'm interested in the atomic nucleus. So what I'm interested in studying is the fine details within the nucleus. So I want to then introduce um, my prop, which will be, I want to show them how detectors kind of work. 
Um, so I plan on having jelly <laughs> with uh, three different types of pellet guns. And like, then you shoot the pe uh, pellet gun through the jelly and look at how different tracks. So they won't see the actual pellet, but then they'll see the different tracks that the pellets, different pellets make through the jelly. And then they have to figure out which one that is. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. So this is where I come in. The things that the octopus and the fish eat. Very, very small thing. Like these, the little sea mouse. So cute, right? It's not, not very cute at all. It's so cute! It's got a little eye and everything! These things are tiny. They're essentially that size. Oh! Is there a creature oh, wow, in there? there is. There's a little creature in there. Oh my it's... gosh! Hi, creature! Oh, is it dead? It's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and they live in the sand at the bottom of the sea floor. Um, and you might think, why would we be interested in studying something that's so small, you can't see it, um, and really you can't eat it, so what's the point? <laughs> but actually, um, these guys are important in trying to understand how, how we benefit from the ocean. Oh, so many interesting topics. I was trying to pick my favourite, um, but I just really can't decide. There's everything from the larger scale to the smaller scale, from using artificial intelligence and machine learning in astronomy uh, to understand the entire universe, down to trying to understand what's going on in the very centre of atoms. And, you know, the other topics, the importance of vaccines, forensic science, uh, the ecosystem of things living in our own bodies. Uh, I didn't realise I was a host of an entire ecosystem. And uh, teeny tiny sea creatures and how important they are for their ecosystems. You'll just have to come along and see for yourself and pick your own favourites. So once again, the Soapbox Science South Africa event is happening on Saturday the 28th of September at Pier Head, VNA Waterfront Cape Town from about 12 till 3pm. And in the case of rain, it'll be moved to Workshop 17 mezzanine area at the waterfront. So if you can't find us, that's where we are. Um, uh, I really hope you can come, bring your friends, daughters, mums, dads, etc. Um, uh, as well as the speakers, there'll be a whole bunch of us there uh, as volunteers, including myself. So come and say hi. I think it'll be pre pretty easy to spot me. I'll be wandering around with a big microphone, uh, hopefully to create another episode of the Cosmic Savannah for you. If you'd like more information on the event, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter. Search for Soapbox Science Cape Town or Soapbox Science CT. I'll put the website for the event on the show notes of this episode on the, on the Cosmic Savannah website, but you can Google uh, Soapbox Science Cape Town and you should find all the information you need. So I really hope to see you there. And uh, Dan and I will speak to you again very soon when Season 2 of the Cosmic Savannah comes out.